Shalom. Welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Wanted to come on here before and pre-warn you that you might hear some mic issues on my end of the mic. There was a little bit of rustling going on in the microphone, so hopefully that doesn't, you know, be too prevalent. But we want to uh, thank you once again for those who continue to support the podcast, who come back and listen every week. And we also want to thank you for those who are joining us for the first time. Shalom. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening. We appreciate you so much. Um, and we're just so happy once again, as always, to be able to come uh, and speak uh, the kingdom message. Uh, it's it's not something that's too much welcome amongst in the world, you know, um, you know, that's why it's really, really important that we, um, you know, the old folks used to say birds of a feather flock together. So it's, it's great to have a space and know um, people that you can come and speak the kingdom to, because like I said, you can't, it's not welcomed everywhere. And it's not uh, something that everyone is willing to talk about. So it's great to have this space and this outlet to be able to do it. Uh, once again, I'm joined by my uh, co-host, Derek Anderson Jr. How you doing today, Derek? Blessed, highly favored, and glad to be able to express the kingdom mandate. Well, <laughs> that's great as always. Um, but yes, once again, we're so thankful for all you who are listening. We hope you've uh, received something from the things that we say. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, yeah, uh, anything that you have that you uh, been on, that's been on your mind lately this week? Anything you want to say to start us off, Derek? Yeah, um, one thing that really has helped me, and I always want to, sh- I always want to share something that the Father has given me to say that has helped me because I know if it's helped me to help others because you know going through this walk of faith, especially us being in our mid twenties, getting into our late twenties, um, you know we're still growing, and um, I mean you know we're ministers and we teach the word, but there's always you know our shepherd has taught us there's always more to learn. You can never learn too much of the word. You can never get too much of the word. So one thing that really I've been focusing on is just really just changing my uh, thinking again, because, um, I mean, I I hear what our shepherd is teaching. I'm reading the word, but I always want to uh, go in the word, listen to uh, our shepherd empty. I never want to come full. So, you, you know, and when you come full, it's like you can't receive anything because you're blocking you saying, I already know this. I already know that. But when, once you come empty, it's it's like, uh, you know, you read the word empty, you listen empty, you go into prayer empty. And, and that way you always receive and you build off of the foundation that you have. Um, so that's one thing that uh, I've really been working on is my thinking, um, because. It's so many areas that we can improve on. I know it's easy for a lot of people, especially us, uh, to be hard on ourselves uh, about what we're doing. You know, I'm not doing this enough. You know, today, our shepherd, he uh, taught a lot about management, you know, the the management principle. You know, if you can't handle little, how can you handle much? You know, that's in uh, Lucas or Luke. Um, So. One thing that I look at is, you know, I'm not managing this well enough, not doing that well enough. Well, you know, there are areas that you are doing well in. You know, you see doors open, you see the father's provision, 
Um, so sometimes it's hard for we can be hard on ourselves, but also just looking for ways to improve. So it's not, you know, when what should I say? Um, sometimes when you get off or let's say you may mess up, you know, you kind of want to go back to ground zero. Well, the thing is to just fix where you kind of just change, really just change in the area that you need to. Like when, uh, who was it? Shayo Paul Paul rebuked, uh, Kafa Peter when he saw him with the, uh, when he was sitting with the Jews, he was acting as the Jews and he, uh, rebuked Peter and, um, he basically told him that, you know, it was wrong that you treated the, them differently. You know, in the book of Jacob or, or James, you see where he talked about that same thing, not to treat uh, poor people different from rich people. But, you know, that's a principle. You shouldn't you should treat everyone the same, no matter their class or no matter, you know, Jew or Gentile, I guess you would say from the Bible, because scripture, you know, we had a different definition of what a Jew and Gentile really is. But um, that's all. That, I, that I've been looking at is just really uh, changing my thinking and just trying to continuously grow. Um, and, you know, as always, staying focused. But if the if your thinking has never changed or, you know, if you always think you just always understand everything and you always know what to do, you, you know, you can not really hear from the Holy Spirit because, like I said before, you come into him full. We we have to empty ourselves before him. Like, you know, even before it is, you know, Octave and I prayed. And one thing it was is about being humble. And when you humble yourself, that word humble, there's a shit in there or het. And it's the eighth uh, letter word of the Hebrew alphabet. And it means to um, like have walls up. So when you humble yourself, you're basically tearing down walls. And um, that's what people do. They put up barriers so they can't receive what the father has for them because you have to break down the walls. And, you know, you really have to give in to the father. OK, what is your will? What is your way? You know, saying this doesn't agree with my previous belief system is to be um, sometimes religious because religious people, you know, is for them. Religious people are people who appear to be righteous, but are not. So a lot of times it is a challenge of seeing where you need to change your thinking. That's definitely a good word because that's something definitely um, that we all need to hear. And I know that's something that even me hearing you talk that uh, I can make sure that I reapply often because you're right. A lot of times you can go into teachings and, you know, you find our pastor sometimes it seems like, you know, you might want to start thinking like, man, it seems like he's teaching the same thing. But um, at the same time, we trust that, you know, he's hearing from the Holy Spirit. So the things that he's saying is for a reason. And you you need to get your, you know, your mind out of, uh, you know, like, oh, I, I know this. He's already said this already. I don't need to listen to this part. But mm-hmm. we can't ever get to a point where we feel like, you know, I know enough. You know, I, I'm, I'm, right. I already know this. I've got it down packed. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need to be, you know, hearing this again. It's probably for somebody else. It's like, no, because we don't know it all. And even in the simple things, you could get that foundation, you know, more smooth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Less cracks in it or, or whatever. Uh, right. To make sure that, you know, you're following him at all times um, and that you're hearing from the Holy Spirit at all times from all the things that he wants to give you from the things that you might not that things you might think is on an elementary level all the way to the things that you feel like is 
you know, very, very advanced. Um, so you're definitely right in that area. Um, that's something that we all need to do. Um, making sure that we come before him humble, making sure we come before him empty, making sure we come before him telling him before that, you know, we need to receive. Um, because a lot of times it's, it's thing you can let yourself get into a cycle where things start to, uh, just seem like how it used to be in religion. Like, okay, this is just a ritual. I go to church on Sundays, you know, I'm here, I'm doing my part and you know, that's just it. And you feel like, you know, you've done everything that you need to do for the day because, you know, you, um, went to church and you did your part or you heard the word and you did your part. Um, but that really goes back to also making sure that, you know, Elohim can use you all the time, um, making sure that you're open and you're, um, I don't want to say, what's the, uh, what, you know, what the scripture says, he wants a, um, a heart, uh, he wants to give you a, a heart of flesh rather than a stony heart. And he was saying that because he wants to have a heart that he can work with more, you know, stony, you know, is something that's hard, is rigid. It's 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 hard to mold. I mean, it's hard to uh, do anything with it. But if you have a heart of flesh, I mean, it's soft and pliable, more flexible. You can do more stuff with it. You know, you're more sensitive, you know, um, and we need to make sure that we're like that. You know, even in our attitude, even in um, just everything that we come uh, that comes with the father, because, you know, it says we have to love him with our um, whole being, you know, our soul, our mind and our heart, you know, everything. Um, so, and that's a daily thing, making sure you check yourself daily, um, making sure that you're, you know, in the presence daily. Um, and you know, that, that kind of goes into one of the things that I had, um, because, you know, life is a marathon, you know, uh, it's not a race at all. And a lot of times, you know, um, sometimes we need those, you know, uh, messages that you feel like is simple. Um, like, you know, we hear all the time, life is not a race, but not a marathon. But there's a scripture where Sheol tells the people that it's good to remind you of the elementary things because sometimes, you know, it's easy to forget. Sometimes, like DJ said, you can get so hard on yourself trying to worry about the advanced things. You forget the small things like don't worry, don't stress. You know, he's here for you. He's your father. He's going to make sure you get what you need. Um, he's uh, your owner uh, and the owner is responsible of taking care of what he owns as long as you make sure you stay in a position and stress and worry is the main way to get your mind out of a position of receiving what you need to receive from him. So we have to um, realize that life is a, a marathon and just take stuff day by day. You know, sometimes it, you can overbear yourself with thinking like, man, you know, um, I really need to do this because, you know, in the future is going to make this happen and it'll be so great for my wife and my kids and, I want better for my family and we need to do this and do this. And then next thing you know, you're down in this rabbit hole of stressing yourself because you just, you know, you want to do so much. And that's the problem. We put so much of ourselves in it. If we could just sit back and say, you know, Elohim didn't make me to fail. You know, he, he didn't create me for me to fail because the scripture talks about multiple times where it says that he's going to uh, make sure you succeed for his name's sake, because um, he's the uh, creator of us. He's the creator of the product. And if the product, um, if Apple released a bunch of phones and all the phones failed, you know, all of them had bugs in them and they crashed, they would make Apple look bad. You'll be hesitant to, you know, go by the next product. That's why in the scripture, when Moses was telling um, 
um, Elohim, he was like, uh, the people of the other um, countries will say if you kill the Israelites right here that you just brought them into the uh, wilderness to die. So your reputation will look bad. And he doesn't um, he wants to be glorified and, and, you know, respected and for us to fail us claiming that we're his his children and his people will look very, very bad on him. So um, we need to make sure that we can keep telling ourselves these simple things, because the simple things like this is what can get you through the day. The simple things like this is what is going to get you through life. You know, you talk to a lot of older people and they tell you, you know, one thing I've learned is not to worry, you know, and everything kind of falls into place. So that's my um, rant on that. <laughs> Did you have uh, a topic that you wanted to bring up? Because, uh, you know, I definitely got some more. <laughs> that, was, that was kind of the topic. You, I kind of like transitioned into one of my topics. One of my topics was, you know, life is a marathon and not a race. Mm-hmm. I kind of threw that in there. Uh, along with <laughs> along with that, I kind of snuck it in. But mm-hmm. uh, I have another one. If you want me to um, go into another one, um, one another one I had was, uh, and me and you talked about this before. Um, there was um, a video I was watching um, with Brother Polite. I know uh, many people probably know about him, and he was having a debate with this guy who uh, said he was a Christian. And um, one of the things that I noticed um, about Brother Polite was that he was always getting on to the guy that claimed he was a Christian because he would say things like, I could sit here and name throughout history, give you time, dates, and records, uh, and the names of people throughout history who has done something for the advancement of black people. you know, but the Christian, he just talks about um, a God that we can't see, we can't touch, and we can't, you know, uh, name a date or a time of anything tangible that he's done for us. And that made me um, realize about uh, Brother Polite is that it seems like um, he's the type of person that um, if you can't do anything or if you can't tangibly show me anything in the physical then I'm not going to follow anything for you. But we know that uh, with born again believers that we have faith and we know that things go way beyond um, just the physical. You know, we know that uh, the things that Elohim has done for us when we sought him out um, has gone way beyond the physical. You know, it goes all the way into uh, just recreating, you know, our whole being, our whole mindset of who we were, who we are. And, you know, a lot of people like to focus on outside stuff like I got this house, I got this car, I got all this money. Oh, look for the, uh, look at this job that I received and things like that. Used to hear in church all the time people get up and give testimonies about physical things. You know, my bill was paid. I got a new car. I got this scholarship. But you never uh, really heard anybody get up and say, you know, the Lord showed me today that I had an issue with my anger and he helped me change my anger attitude or you know, the Lord helped show me that there's an issue that I've had all the way since childhood because this happened to me. And now I'm opening uh, myself up for him to uh, fix this thing. You never hear about stuff like that. So many people focus on physical things. But Elohim uh, tells us in the scripture that we we uh, not store our treasures up in things that the worms and the maggots are going to eat in the times to come. But we store our things. We start hoping things um, that are not physical, things that won't fade away, heavenly things. You know, eternal things that um, 
we can glorify us. We can not glorify that we can um, rejoice in those things because we know that's going to last forever. You know, even when we get past this life, we can't focus on this life so much because we're not going to be in this phase of life for forever. You know, um, and that's one thing that, you know, um, Brother Polite doesn't um, see that there's things beyond the physical. You know, um, you know, you, you can't speak so much on he, he you know, if you look at his social medias, he, he flaunts so much about, you know, the cause, the women and this and this. You know, we have to make sure that we're looking beyond this the 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 money the cause i'm not gonna say to women get you a wife and you know marry you one and be good you know but uh when it comes to like those physical treasures and stuff that that comes with the kingdom you know the scripture says seek ye first the kingdom of heaven uh in his in its righteousness you know seek ye first the kingdom you know that goes with the dollar get the access you know and yeshua is the way uh, to the kingdom of uh, seek the dollar the the teachings the laws the principles and all the things that comes with that and its righteousness and you will be in right position when you follow his laws um, and when you put yourself in right position then those things will come to you i mean it's given to you freely you don't have to really struggle for it and work for it a testimony that i could have you know you know uh this this whole coronavirus thing has been going on and you know we me and my wife was operating um just off one income uh during this whole time but you know with making sure that we uh listen to elohim and follow him um uh, before all this time before doing stuff we i mean we've been we've just been carrying on like ain't nothing happened you know haven't had to worry about it you know haven't have never struggled about when we go pay a bill i mean it was it's there it's provided i mean we didn't you know you hear all this stuff on the news of People not getting their unemployment. I haven't got my, um, you know, my check in the mail yet. You know, um, my business shut down. I mean, we didn't worry about any of that. And that's because we know that our, you know, um, government, main government isn't here on this earth. It's, it's the access that we have to the kingdom. The kingdom is our government. And everything was taken care of for us. So, and, you know, and we're just in a place where we're just... You know, steady gaining stuff, steady getting stuff. I mean, nothing's being taken away. So, you know, uh, I guess that's my short little testimony for the uh, for the day. But uh, yeah, so we 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 just have to make sure that we're not focusing so much on the um, physical because if we were, if we were those people, you know, worrying about what the next, you know, things gonna come from buying this and this and this, and not paying attention to what the father say, we'd be just like these people on the news wondering what stuff is gonna come from. Um, but you know, since we make sure that what Elohim wants us to do first is first, we don't have to worry about those things. So, uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, because a lot of people don't really see, cause one thing we do on this podcast, Kingdom conversation is we try to open up people's thinking because we realize that the mindset that we have is not what the, the mind that everyday people have. Like I take talked about him and uh his wife how they didn't worry they didn't stress you know the the modern person would have got in the flesh would have got in the carnal mindset and would have been like you know what am i gonna do like how are we supposed to make this happen but when you're when you're living under the kingdom government operating in the open heavens just as uh adam and monster isaniga did in the beginning just as yeshua did when he was here on earth basically to walk an example for us uh you know you understand that everything is provided for you i mean that's what the shabbat 
uh, covenant is all about. It's all about uh, provisions. So only we really, you know, it goes back to uh, what, you know, <laughs> kind of what we we're talking about at first, a different type of thinking, because you have to change your thinking. If you don't, you're going to, you know, you have to give up. Like I take even said a great testimony is seeing, you know, what happened during your childhood, because that usually forms our belief system to who we are today. Because I know he talked about Brother Polite, how Brother Polite um was just uh, talking about history, stating facts, and you see that a lot now with the the conscious black community because they have so much hate in them for what happened during slavery, and they have so much hate for uh, for what you know what is going on now, and they feel like Elohim is not doing anything to stop it. And it's not that they I don't. My thing is what I've noticed about a lot of them is not that they don't believe in Elohim, it's that they're angry with him. And because they're angry with him, their thing is they they have they want to promote that he isn't um you know he isn't real. So a lot of it is, is really looking at you know with people like that you you can't prove to try to prove to anyone is another thing because I had to change my thinking on this because you know I saw so many people that uh, didn't believe that Elohim was real. Then I was saying. God was real. So I was like, I'm going to make videos proving that he real, getting all these testimonies. I got to prove to people that God is real. They need to know. They need to know. But nowhere in scripture does it say prove to uh, people that I'm real. So I was operating in my own thinking, operating, you know, just got born again. I was just trying, you know, was excited, was uh, how how was I very ambitious and um, trying to, you know, make something happen. But that's not the way it works, you know, in the kingdom or even in, you know, scripture talks a whole lot about being trained, you know, train your children up in the way they should grow. Uh, Paul talked about how he disciplined his body like a what is it um, like someone running a race. So it's and, you know, Paul even O'Shea, I'm sorry, even studied for I believe it was 17 years. So it, it's a lot of training and preparation before we go out and start speaking the word, it's a lot of uh, preparation uh, because we have to go through a process of changing. You know, Yeshua said, uh, repent for the kingdom is near. He was talking about a different government and the disciples, you know, they were scholars that wanted to know. So you see many times throughout the uh, Messianic scriptures where the apostles, they were rebuked for things that they said, for things that they did, because Yeshua was a, a master rabbi and he was there to correct them. You know, scripture says that uh, Elohim, he corrects those he loves. So just because he's correcting you or getting you in place doesn't mean a lot of people, they get offended. And that's one of the worst things that you can do is to get offended because then again. Again, you're not humbling yourself. You're putting up a wall and you're saying, I don't want to hear what you're saying. And then that's when you give a foothold to Satan, Lucifer, the old serpent, and allow him to come in and cut you off from what you really need to receive in order to grow and mature in the kingdom. And that's what a lot of people miss is that it's number one. It's not about you. It's not about you. And once we get that mindset, we'll understand that, you know, when someone comes to correct us, it's not to uh, it's not them lashing out at us. They're saying what they're saying so that we can get in a position that we need to be in with the father and uh our shepherd he does it uh he, he doesn't like for us to bring it up but he corrects us a lot actually uh and, and it's because he wants to see us grow um you don't if a child is acting horrible if a child is acting uh bad as many people say um yeah yeah they'll stay bad their entire life most likely if nobody ever corrects them. But if you correct that child, that child 
and give them a path to take, telling them, you know, you'll be good in this. You show them their gifts. You telling their child, you know, you have purpose. Uh, you know, when a child does something wrong, say don't do this and explain why. You will see that child turn out a whole different way than if they tried to guide themselves. Many, many times today, people, even though, you know, you 18, I don't know how old you are, 30, whatever, you know, just because you're that age and the world says you're grown now, you try to operate life based off what you think. Well, you know, you don't have much that you know right now. I don't care how much you study, you know, in college. You could have, I know people with doctorate degrees that can't operate life. If that was true, you know, why is it that some of the smartest people, some of the famous people, most famous people in the world still commit suicide? They don't understand how to live life. And that's what, you know, when it comes to scripture, that's what it's all about. This It's teaching us how to live, how to live a successful life in urban Um Octavian said, Octavian said, you know, Elohim uh, didn't create us to fail. I posted on Facebook, by the way, and tagged you. So you and because uh, I thought that was really good. But <laughs> my thing appreciate is, it, appreciate it. <laughs> my thing is, is that it's so true. It's just that we have to receive what he has when um, Adam and Masa Izaniyad accepted what the old serpent had, you know, his doctrine, except the knowledge of good and evil. And and it, when they did that, they walked in open rebellion. And once they did that, they separated themselves from the kingdom, uh, the kingdom of, of Elohim. You know, they rejected what he had and they accepted what the old serpent. Yes, he tricked them. But the thing was, they still disobeyed what Elohim told them. It's the same way today. You know, we receive commands based on the word. And that's what the word is there for. Scripture is there for to hold us accountable. And uh, Adam and Masa Nigat were there and they, uh, they were being held accountable for their actions because Elohim spoke directly to Adam and told him what to do and what not to do. So, I mean, when he created us, he gave a, he gave Adam vision and we see what happened when, you know, in a fallen state, what happened with their children? So they produced a, a child or a seed that was after their own likeness. That was, you know, in their image. They didn't produce a seed that was after the image of Elohim, which is what they were created in. So once we understand that we need to consistently change, we need to consistently uh, rethink things because, you know, in order to change who you are, you have to it starts in your thinking. So look at, you know, our, our shepherd, you know, he started in a series about thinking. Then he got into how you became who you are. He got into how the way uh, America is set up. And I'm so glad he did that because now I realize that, you know, this system that we have here in America, you know, it's not Elohim didn't bless America. What America has is based off of. Well. Uh, <laughs> it's based off of pursuing wealth. It's based off of uh, pursuing, um, you know, just money. It's, it's a lot of selfishness. This is not the kingdom government. And I know some people hear that, you know, they're pro-Americans and it was like, well, just leave the country. I mean, I'm a, I was born here just like you were. I'm a native black American, um, but I'm also a citizen of heaven. And my, my citizenship in heaven trumps my citizenship here in America. So th the kingdom... And, you know, America is already divided. And Yeshua said a kingdom divided against itself is going to fall. So right now we know that eventually America is going to fall. And, you know, I believe scripture over everything. Again, like Octavian was saying, when things come about, you know, you don't get into worry. You don't get into stress. You quote scripture. And if you really, you know, the highest level 
of faith that you can have is living out the word. It's believing the word and then living it out. That's faith. Uh, and it really starts with obedience and submission. And I shepherd said this and it really resonated with me when he said, you know, uh, faith is really the fruit of obedience. Because once you have obedience, you're obeying the word and then you're living out the word, you know, that produces faith in your life. And we, we know that it's impossible to please the father without faith. So in, in order for us to live an overcoming life, to live a successful life, we first have to have faith, believe his word, live it out, live it out and accept correction. Because, you know, Yeshua gave us apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists for the equipping of the ministry. They're there to help get us in a state of maturity so that we won't be like babies still needing milk or still needing, you know, somebody teaching us not to, you know, kill somebody, teaching us not to steal, teaching us not to commit adultery. Like, the, you know, those things, you know, Sheol said those things are basic. Have we not graduated, you know, from that? At what point do we overcome these things? Now, I understand getting off in some areas because of, you know, distractions or things. Come on, understand that, that, you know, you repent and you do better. You have a, a willing heart to repent. You know, people talk about David, how he did so much sin and, and all of this. But David had a heart that was um, that was ready to seek the father. He every time David messed up, he returned to the father and not with a heart of, you know, or with the mindset, I'm going to do this again, even though I'm saying I'm sorry now, which is what we see a lot in a religious church. Um, but yeah, so I know I said a lot, so I'm in right there and let you chime in, Octavian. Well, yeah, he's starting fights like your pastor, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I want to hear what you said about, um, it was like a lot of people, you know, uh, what do they know? Like, it seemed like they didn't know a lot to begin with because, that's exactly true. I remember when I was in high school and my junior year of high school, I decided I was going to give my life to Elohim. So, you know, I was living right, reading scripture constantly. You know, I've always been a person that when I do something, I dive hard into it. And um, to me, I, I just got to a point to where I was looking around and I was looking at the, the people who wasn't living right. And I look at myself and I'd be like, I'd ask myself, why, do, why does life seem like it's so much better than, for them than it is for me? Like, they get all the things, they get all this, they get all that. And, you know, I'm just sitting here reading, you know, scripture, just hoping something will happen. And at that point, I kind of, I, I actually, I just gave it up. Well, you know, you wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, say to begin with, because when you get them in you for real, for real, you know, it, it, I mean, you know, it ain't no going back. But um, and one thing that helped me, um, you know, if I was able to speak to myself, then I just, you know, ask you based on what you said, like, like, what do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what like what what do you know? Like, have you read any scripture of what it takes to receive things? Do you know what it is to receive things? But in my maturity, you know, and in my misunderstanding, I will allow myself to make a, a bad decision. And you, all that was was confusion. You know, I was confused. I was confused on the topic. And that's something that we need to, um, you know, be cautious of when we get to a state of confusion because we know that Elohim is not the author of confusion. And one of the main um, things that confusion can lead to is offense. And offense is something that comes that tries to divide, uh, separate you from the person that you need to be 
uh, connected with. And that's what Satan did to me at that aspect. He got me confused. And from my confusion, he got me offended. That's the same thing they did. He did to Montez and Egad, questioning her and, you know, asking her like, um, you know, he's doing nothing. He's just trying to hide something from you. He don't want you to be like him. And then he got her uh, confused, got her thinking. And then he got her offended and was like, you know what? He probably is hiding something from me. And then she went ahead and accepted the words that Satan had to offer to her. So that's one thing we need to make sure that we, because uh, that's what a lot of people have done in life. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have done that. Confusion leads them to make uh, certain decisions. And that's what, as DJ was saying, a lot of people has done with Elohim. They got offended at Elohim because they just don't understand something. How can my mother die if the Lord loves everybody? How can my how could, you know, uh, this person hurt me like this if Elohim loves me, if he's real? Um, you know, how could this pastor treat me like this and hurt me like this or do me like this? But he's so happy saying that he's from the father. You know, that's what uh, a lot of things just confusion. And that's 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 the enemy is all in that. Elohim's not about confusion at all. Our father isn't trying to sit here and play games with us. Everything. Everything about him is open and plain. He he opens it up to us. He wants us to know. He don't want you walking around confused. And if there's things that you're not getting the answer to yet, like, you know, nine times out of ten with people is just, I want a car, I want a house, and you ain't got it yet. And you just sitting here like, well, why ain't got it yet? Well, you know, maybe you're not ready for it yet. Some things just take some self-evaluation. Look at yourself. Maybe you're not ready for it, you know, and he's doing you a favor. But, you know... A lot, and a lot of things just go back to, you know, your your relationship with your parents and stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, um, if I could go back and just talk to myself, you know, but, you know, we all say that, you know, if someone could have just reached out to me and told me these things. It could have saved me a lifetime of doing a bunch of stuff I had no business doing. And it all just started from confusion. The devil just came in and planted one seed of a question in my head, like, hey, why is this life seem better for them than it does for you? And then that knocked me off for the next 10 years, you know. So that's what I have to say. Yeah, and it needs to to be heard because uh, I used to say all the time why uh, uh, our shepherd, he or our pastor, he would always go back to Bereshit Genesis. And I'm like, why is he always talking about Genesis, his other books in the Bible? Like, I'm t- why he always got to come to this one? Uh, but at that time, I didn't understand that you have to get to the original. You have to get, you know, Bereshit Genesis, it literally means the beginning. And you have to get back to the beginning, the original, to get the original thought, the intent, the purpose. So that's what a lot of people are not doing. They're looking at the product, but they're not looking at the manufacturer. So we got to look at the manufacturer to understand how the Octavian talks about it all the time. He actually helped me with that in that area, you know, going back to the original. I know I, I, uh, Dr. Larry said, but I would never understand it. And he really helped me with that. So now I, I get it. So we really have to go back and look at the beginning, because if we only looking at the product, then we'll never understand the idea that the manufacturer had. So we mentioned Bereshit Genesis a lot so that people would get the, the precept of what the father was doing. And then, you know, you'll be once you get those uh, concepts, the kingdom concepts, uh, you understand the laws, the, the principles, the system, you know, the uh, the you know, like the example is a, um, the economic system that we have first fruits. Uh, excuse me, returning tithes and free will offering, 
once you understand those and you, you understand the father, you know, he created um, an economic system for us to thrive in the earth. So it's uh, learning these things so that you can use them and apply them in the earth. And my whole point is you have to go back to the, the original and get the original thought. If you're just looking at, let me say, you're looking at the... Uh, the iPhone and you're looking at it like, man, this phone is amazing. Is this, is that. But I mean, the only thing you're using the iPhone for is to text. Then you don't understand that when it, they manufactured the iPhone, it was to do everything. You know, you have a calculator, you have, uh, you can make phone calls, FaceTime, you can uh, use it for everything. There's so many more benefits than just texting. And it's the same way uh, with the with the father, like when he created us, it just wasn't for us to go to church, shout and die. Uh, he created us to live um, a life with a vision and complete it in the earth. You know, so many people uh, there's a song, you know, you did not create me to what is it to worry, but you created me to worship. And I used to sing it. Um, and then I. I I started thinking, but I'm like, nah, he didn't create me to worship because I used to say that. He created me, and it's in, what is it, Bereshi, Genesis 1 and 26? Let me see if I can get it real quick. And then once I read it, I'm like, where are people getting this from then? That he created us to worship. Then you think about uh, the pie in the sky, what they really taught during the slavery age. That's what black people believe, that we just do what you know, the uh, the oppressors tell them uh, live a life here on earth and then die and go to heaven. Uh, then Elohim said, let us make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals all and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So he created us to be delegated Kings, or you know, one uh, passage in the scripture says gods, but that means to be like him in the earth. That's what we were to be. But you know, once we failed, that got off, and you won't find that out until you go to the original, so or, or the beginning thought. And so that's what people miss. Um, I was talking to, I mean, I've talked to many of people, and it's like it's hard to get through to them because they don't understand that you know you're missing the precept. You know, they can point out things like, you know, what if living on Earth is is hell? And, you know, they just come up with all these different ideas. And I'm like, you know, first of all, I ain't going to get mad. But if you're going to talk to me about scripture, at least be born again, because, you know, you, you really can't receive illumination unless you're born again. Um, and and, and that, that's one thing, you know, people try to point out stuff in scripture and, and things like that. Well, if, you, if you're not born again, the only thing you're looking at, you're looking at everything with a carnal mind. You're no different than the religious people in the Messianic scriptures. Um, second of all, you know, we've got to get back to the original and see what is that the father was trying to state. And, and once, you know, we can get there, then we can understand everything else. So, you know, people try to bring in. Try to start off with the Messianic scriptures because uh, they say, the you know, many people say the, they call it the Old Testament. It doesn't matter anymore. Well, if that's the case, then why did Yeshua quote it all the time? So it's so many things out here. I won't say that don't make sense, but it's so many misconceptions out here that we have to not only seek the heart of the father, because if you really are seeking, you know, the father will direct you. He will lead you. 
And I know that's what happened with me because my thing was was that I wanted I didn't want um just to go, you know, be in the in the pulpit and, and just preach and pastor and I, I didn't want um what should I say, things of the world that, that people wanted. What I wanted was the will of the Father. I didn't want to do something unless he okayed it. That 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 was the uh idea or the state that I was in when I when I first got born again for real. Like I even said, I basically it too because I was thinking, you know, well, I want to do what I want to do. Well, I gave up what I wanted to do. I gave up my will. I was like, Father, what is it that you want me to do? And once I did that, you know, he showed me areas I was going to go into and I met a shepherd that was going that was teaching in those exact areas. And I mean, everything just it's like everything just fell into place. And and my thing is, I just want other people to experience this. And that's another reason, you know, we really push for uh, the kingdom. Um, what should I say? Mindset. Or, you know, we have this kingdom conversation so that, you know, you can see that the lifestyle that we have that you can live to. No stress, no worry. Uh, you know, everything is taken care of. Everything is provided. So, I mean, if obstacles are, you know, say, well, you say an obstacle came, um, I lost somebody close in my family, um, what, I lost my job, I, what's something else that can happen? I lost my health. Well, scripture also says when multiple times, they said, you know, when, when trials, tribulations come, that's an opportunity for you to test your faith. So why do you see it as an obstacle and not see it as an opportunity? Um, but that's all I had on that. You know, you was talking about the people who, <laughs> you were saying like people like to come up and, you know, talk about the scriptures and they really don't know anything about it. It's like, you know, you just coming up to stuff with a corner mind. I was watching this video where this guy, you know, he's all about, you know, African, you know, history and stuff like that. You know, he likes to say that, um, you know, all black people in America, they come from West Africa and things like that. So, you know, you shouldn't be messing with, uh, you know, uh, Christianity and things like that because it don't belong to um, you guys. That's not y'all history. And, you know, like um, one of the things he brought up, he used to say that, you know, how is it that your scriptures say, uh, you know, the Lord says, let there be light. But then later on in that scripture, you know, he's making the same uh, later on in the scriptures. He's making that same light again. And it's just exactly what you said. He's coming at it from a corner mind. He's just thinking of, you know, uh, from the few things he's read. It's like, OK, if this he has to be talking about physical light and it's seen here that he's saying that he's making physical light twice when that's not the case. You know, if you was a person who sat down and you know, diligently sought it and, you know, asked uh, the Father to reveal it to you. And that's what the scripture um, was letting us know when Yeshua was speaking to the people in parables. And then his uh, disciples came up to him and was like, why do you speak to them in parables, but you speak to us plainly? You just give us the answers. And he was like, because it's, it's for you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom, but it's not for them. And when he said you, he was talking to the people who were disciples. And he said the people who was, you know, searching after him, the people who was following him day in and day out, the people who was asking them questions because he really wanted to know. And it wasn't for the people who was just following him just because, well, I'm just going to come in this scripture and study it just to call it out. I'm going to come in this scripture and read it because I just want a blessing. I'm going to come up here and come in this church because I heard y'all, you know, hoop and holler and all this other stuff. It's not for you, but it's for the people who see him. 
they know him, they realize who he is, and they're following him, you know, not for what he has and what he can do for you, but because of who he is. And you know that um, for the change of life, you have to get back uh, reconnected with him. And then once he'll start, once that happens, he'll start revealing those things. So um, we really have to learn that, you know, it goes back to we, you know, we're the light of the world, you know. And we, it just all, we always end up talking about this, but you know, we just need better ambassadors. <laughs> we, you know, we, we are the lights of the world. You know, you have to make sure that you're doing your part and going out here. And when you hear people saying, saying certain stuff, you can just, you know, step in and be like, hey, if you really want to know the answer, we, we can talk about this. But if you just, you know, if you just want to keep bashing, then I'll just let you go on with your bashing party. But uh, yeah, that's what a lot of people do. They'll just come in and just, you know, read a little something in the scriptures and stuff like that you know they used to do this to uh, people all the time like you know go up and try to fight them and stuff like that and they'd be like well i thought your lord said turn the other cheek and it's like see you just you know you just take one thing you read one line and, and swear you know what he meant so um yeah we have to do better as just you know um ambassadors um to make sure that, you know, when stuff like that is said, that we can, you know, uh, check it and that we can um, understand how we're supposed to come at it and stuff like that. You know, not just be the person that, you know, is just sitting there and you can't say anything or, you know, um, you can't prove that you're, you know, a person who's been diligently seeking the scriptures um, so you can be a great representative. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I say so far, I really just enjoy doing the podcast. I kind of missed it. Um, but did you have any other topic that you want to bring up? Because I got another one uh, that I kind of just want to mention. But you got something? I just have one. Uh, I I think I have one short thing. And me and you have spoke about this, but uh, it's just, you know, making sure that it goes back to making sure we're just not people who claim that we know it all, because we do need to make sure that we're uh, constantly going back in the scriptures and trying to get more from it constantly, because uh, I've just gone back and read certain um, scriptures that when I went back and read it with uh, the understanding and, you know, the, uh, the knowledge that I've been uh, gaining over time, I'll go back and read certain scriptures and you will notice that when you read it now from a kingdom concept, it's it's not even sometimes it's not even at all what you was thinking about it. Like when I read went back and read Ecclesiastes recently from this time I read it and then the last time I read it, just, it was like, wow, this this is this is how it's supposed to take. This is, you know, sometimes we really have to look, uh, study back more, you know, on the scriptures, because I used to go in the scriptures and be like, everything I read is what the Lord wants me to do, but our pastor really teaches us that you have to really be mindful of how you read the scriptures, because it's something that in here that Elohim didn't say. It's just, you know, um, a, a lot of things in scripture is just record recordings. They're just recording what happened, and, you know, a lot of things Elohim didn't say. A lot of things people just said, and people just did but you need to be able to sit back and, you know, um, ha- look at the context, not just the content and understand what's going on. It's kind of like that scripture. And um, what's the scripture where uh, Sheo said, and my Lord will bless you um, with all your needs according to his riches and glory. And people swear, you know, up and down. They're like, yeah, he's talking about that for everyone. But that, that was not the case. 
um, the church of uh, it's Philippians, the church at Philippi had just gave him an offering. And he said that to them because they activated the law that they, you know, they gave him a love offering. And that's why he told them that. So we need to make sure that we read the context, not just the content, because me going looking at the context of Ecclesiastes and not just the content. I realized something in that that I had based the foundation on from when I first read it that I had totally had to uproot just recently. And it, it kind of, you know, shook my world a little bit. So um, that's all I had to say. That's really good, man. I mean, that you can even say that because how many times have we heard, you know, pastors get up and, you know, or, okay, a president, for example. And my thing is, as we've stated before, we're not Democratic or Republican. But, you know, uh, our president said he doesn't sin. So is you got to look at people when they really show themselves to you. Um, you know, people, you know, some pastors are actually arrogant to where they feel like they they don't even need cor- correction because um, they can just say or do whatever. Because, you know, they made it. I guess you say we see titles. Excuse me. They made it as a, a, a pastor. And, you know, when a leader is in a position like that, they always need to stay in check with the Holy Spirit. So I commend you for that. Octavian, and that's really good. Um one thing I just want to quickly mention, I know we running out of time, was um, and it just really came to me was marriage. Like I've really been looking at marriage, um, and just saying specifically in a black community, and we talk about the black community a lot just because of uh, what has happened, and you know we're both uh, native black Americans, so it's really easy to see what's going on in our community and our culture and a lot of times you know people say why are you bringing up race why are you bring up race well a lot of times when we mention black or white it's not that we're not mentioning race we're mentioning culture because each um because you know we actually have a different culture than um i'll say you know other races like you know we you know it's not native to us to celebrate cinco de mayo you know that's from uh hispanic culture so, you know, when it comes to the kingdom culture, all of us have a common culture then, but just as, you know, here in America. So one thing that I've noticed just in the black community is just marriage. Uh, nobody's really getting married anymore. Like Octavia and I are both married, but that's something that's in um, in uh, scripture. You know, Adam and Matiz and Niged, uh or Eve, uh, they were in a covenant and so the covenant that they had is what we call today marriage and i don't think a lot of people realize because you know you hear people say well they didn't have uh, a marriage license you know a lot of people say the only reason to get married today is so well they don't want to get married today because they don't want the government involved in their relationship well my thing is is that a lot of times i see that as an excuse one because um people don't want to commit they feel like, you know, if they want to break some up, they can just walk away at any time. People have no need for commitment. Uh, um, another thing is uh, people just don't want to. What should I say? They want to uh, no accountability. That's another one. And then, you know, with the title, you know, people feel like there's a certain responsibility. I didn't realize this, but apparently uh, my wife was explaining this to me. When women get married, they expect. Uh, men to change they expect men to you know 
be a husband and father. But thing is, you got to marry a husband and father. You know, you don't marry someone that you see as a boy one day and next day expect him to be a husband and father. That's not how it works. Uh, but yeah, just things I've noticed. And, and the numbers are really bad in the black community because back in the 70s, 80s, I think marriage in the black community was like around 75%. Uh, now in America, black people are only getting married at, what is it, 25%. Yeah. So it's very rare now to see uh, a married black couple. And and what doesn't make sense about that is, you know, the black people are the most religious people, some of the most religious people there are. Uh, so we see that, you know, scripture is starting to take a turn. Like somebody recently told me that, you know, it's 2020 and you don't have to get married anymore. Uh, things are different, but we know that the word never changes. So that's just one thing I want to mention is that, you know, marriage really is something that the father instituted. And he wanted it. And, you know, it's in scripture. It says it may be in Malachi. I think he says he wants godly children from your union. But he's really speaking of uh, holy children. You know, the, the thing about Abraham was that Elohim chose Abraham because he knew that Abraham would raise his kids up or his child up in his way is knowing him and it was about a generation passing that teaching down generation after generation so that they would know the father they would have deep reverence for him they would respect him uh and they would follow his commands his decrees um so that's what is what it's all about so many people today like i say it's not about you people are selfish they're looking at you know i don't want kids because i want to do what i want to do i don't want the responsibility of kids i don't want that of kids but i mean to actually have children i see it as an honor because now I'm put in a position to teach and raise my son or my daughter um, in a manner that is, what should I say, that is in uh, flow with the kingdom. So my child doesn't have to go through what I go through if they choose, you know, correctly, because everybody still has a free will and a choice. But, um, yeah, I just see it as an honor to to have kids and, you know, to be able to raise somebody and teach them about Elohim's uh, ways so that they can be, um, what should I say, walk fully in their anointing that they have on their lives. I'll just say this. Everybody um, who thinks they want to get married, who don't know if they want to get married, want to get married, make sure, because a lot of people nowadays, when you look at a lot of people and stuff out here, and um, coming from people who are married and live a uh, kingdom marriage, um, a lot of people don't really want to get married. They just want somebody to sleep with every night or somebody to just that, you know, they feel like they're lonely. They want somebody to be there with them every night. Make sure you check yourself and make sure that you're actually a person who's actually ready to get married and know what marriage is. And it's because a lot of people are just throwing the word out. The people who actually do want to get married, a lot of people are just throwing it around and don't know what it actually is. So make sure you study and know truly what marriage is and what it entails before you just, you know, up and saying that you want to get married. I mean, it's a it's a noble thing to want to get married. It's a great thing to want to get married. But, you know, just like with anything, you want to make sure, you know, you know what you are doing before you take this you know this next step of doing what you're doing so because it's it it takes a lot marriage takes a lot it's a lot of work 
and, you know, make sure that you're actually that person who is, you know, up to taking that because you that you know exactly what you're doing. So that's what I, the only thing I have to say about that. Yeah, and that, that was all I had. Um, and Octavian is definitely right because marriage requires a lot of uh, knowledge. You know, you really have to get knowledge. And um, we both have a mentor, and he kind of mentors in the area of of marriage. And like he's saying, make sure that you're ready. And it does take time. Don't rush it. Um, but I just want to address that uh, according to the black community because I mean, it's you know, babies everywhere. Um, it's people uh, breaking up, making up. And it's like no stable relationship. So um, it's just I won't even say just making the decision to do it. But really, like I tell you, saying the first thing to do is seek out the heart of the father concerning marriage, getting yourself in order, getting knowledge, making sure you're ready and then making that step of that transition. Um, and that's all. And I think we out of time. Yeah, we are. So um, we thank you guys once again for joining us on this episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Um, We look forward to doing more of these, as always. And shalom. Shalom.